to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Tonight on Universe Box. Do you need to switch for Zelda? Get college credit for Kanye. And Daddy's Little Monster in Maid's Gotham. This is Universe Box. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne Marie Simone. This is Universe Box for January 19th, 2017. And how are you doing tonight, Anne Marie? Uh, I'm feeling 2017 ish. 2017-ish? Ish. Ish? Ish. Just ish, though? Ish. That's fine. I'm still recovering from the end of 2016. It was rough. I think a lot of people are, so I (laughs) I mean... And you know what? I don't know if it's going to get better soon. Yeah. uh, No, tomorrow's going to be a nice day. There's going to be a nice party in Washington, D.C. You know, it'll be a good time. I look forward to the party on Saturday better. Nice. Okay. And there well, you have it, folks. There's your politics for the day. Well, as usual, we're coming to you Thursday night, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com or twitch.tv slash universebox. And Woo-hoo. we do have uh, our chat room with us. Uh, that's not it. Uh, that is not the chat room. The chat room right now. We have Talking to We, Hyperion Angel, and Crafty Mojo. Very nice to meet all of you. Hello, Feel ladies. You, How are et cetera, you? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No, it's a good time. It's, it's a good, good time. It's awesome. But there's another thing we need to talk about. Before what do we need we get to talk it? about? Um, I don't want to talk about things. I don't know. This is a hint. So is this. We have a contest going on, and we have a little video about it that we're going to play right now. Gotham Bulletin. Penguin and Nygma are attacking the GCPD. There, we infiltrated the GCPD. You'll pay for not being my friend, Jim Gordon. Listen here, you pencil-necked dweebs. Bullock and Gordon are here on the case. When is the time of a clock like the whistle of a train? When it's two to two. Karate action. Real character voices you provide. And now, Arkham Action Stabby Babs. The jig's up, Barbara. You're coming with me. Any chance you'll let me gut you like a fish? Ah, see? It's fun for the whole family. Win Bruce, Saz, or Stabby Babs figures by entering our Gotham Sweetheart Contest. Three chances to win. Follow us at twitch.tv slash universebox, support us at patreon.com slash universebox, or leave a review for any of our podcasts on iTunes. We'll pick the winners on February 14th. Gotham Action Figures from Diamond Select Toys, available online and at toy stores nationwide. Bring Bring Gotham Gotham to life! Yes, and it's very easy to enter to win one of these. Well, not one of these ones. But one of these, this is well, these are ours. Uh, but uh, one but of you three could win awesome-tastic Gotham action figures. One, follow us at twitch.tv slash universebox. Two, support us at patreon.com slash universebox. Three, leave a review for one of our podcasts on iTunes, and it'll be fantastic, and you could win. Winning three ways is to win. fun. Two of them free, one of them just to uh, kind of couple shekels. out. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a really fun contest, and we definitely want to thank Diamond Select Toys Diamond for giving Select us Toys is awesome. this big box of Gotham toys that's sitting behind We didn't me. even mention they gave us, like, pint glasses, but those are up in the cupboard Yeah, far, pint far glasses, away. and, uh, well, just talking about Gotham, Rebecca Johnson sent us these wonderful uh, Gotham-esque mugs. <laughs> Uh, for it. the gift exchange so too, fine. but uh, you know, th- I th- you know what's what? Go- what Gotham's on, Amory? What's Gotham on? Television. <gasps> it is on television. So you know what? We're going to look into the world of television and serialized streaming storytelling in Televisionary. Televisionary. 
Okay, so what's first up on the agenda, Anne Marai? Uh, Amazon orders Neil Gaiman series. So streaming giant Amazon Prime announced today that they will be bringing Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett's comedy Good Omens to the service in 2018. And who doesn't love a good comedy about the apocalypse? Definitely. What do you think? Uh, nobody likes a good comedy about. You don't the think apocalypse. anybody likes comedy about? This the is apocalypse? the end. A failure. Um, that Steve Carell it's movie. The end total fail. No, they no. are actually pretty good. Uh, but you know, I, I'm kind of mixed on this. On the one hand, I love the book Good Omens, which I read years and years ago. Uh, but on the other hand, I haven't been too impressed, uh, impressed rather, with Neil Gaiman's uh, writing uh, for TV or film. Mm. Uh, you know, his first Doctor Who episode was pretty great, uh, The Doctor's Wife. Yes. Uh, but the second one, the Cyberman one, left a lot to be desired, I mm. thought. Uh, he also did a pretty uneven movie about a decade ago called Mirror Mask, which okay. was, it was just a complete snore fest. I, oh, no. I mean, it, it was very much in the Neil Gaiman kind of wheelhouse, uh, you know, sort of like Alice in Wonderland inspired magical doorway to another world on that but it just kind of fell flat for me it was surprising that i i didn't like it very much though considering that it was uh directed by his sandman collaborator uh, uh dave mckean like uh. i figured you know very strong team worked really well in comic books made both their careers basically uh -huh. i figured the transition to movies would be magical and it, it just wasn't not so much huh? uh but i uh, still i'm glad that bbc and netflix are involved how is netflix involved if it's an amazon prime show? oh sorry amazon i uh, sorry when i was writing my notes i, I wrote netflix i just think that habit that's what we watch but uh, i i think well, especially because the BBC is involved, there might be some budgetary concerns. I'm pretty sure that Amazon and the BBC are going to just be hands off and let him make a lot of creative choices. Let him do what he wants and then they'll just pay the bills as they come in. Yeah, as long as it doesn't affect the budget. Over in the chat room, uh, Hyperion Angel says that she's been wanting to actually read Good Omens. Uh, now's the time. Get Apparently. caught up before the show comes out, I guess. Apparently so. Okay, so Anne-Marie, what do you think about this? All right, so please don't hate me. Send hate mail, death threats, and all that. Too but late. I have no idea. Like, I've never heard of this book. I Okay, like I get that Neil Gaiman is this like amazing author. And that's what I know of him. Like, I know him from the, the Doctor Who. I don't know all the other stuff. I don't know how mm -hmm. or why that just... Yeah. It didn't cross my path until, you know, adulthood. Mm -hmm. Like, recently. Um, so... And like I want to say, I'm going to give the show a try, but mm -hmm. but what about what do I have to go on? Just it's a good person, like so. I don't, I'm not really sure. Um, you know what? I'll if if you haven't read much Neil Gaiman, what I'll suggest and by much we mean any. What I'll suggestible to you is You'll one of my favorite Batman stories of all time. Since stop. you're big, on the, no, since you're big on the Batman universe uh, with Gotham and everything, it's called Whatever Happened to the Cape Crusader, and it's basically like this weird dreamscape where all the Batman's rogues are attending his funeral and they tell several different stories of the bat or versions of the Batman story. One of them is I actually feel like I've seen that. But one of them is a version where Alfred uh because Bruce Wayne is so, you know, downtrodden about his parents' death and everything, he creates the villains he becomes the villains because alfred and in the classic comics was a classically trained actor so he goes and dresses up as the joker in the riddler mm. and all these villains just to give bruce something to latch on to now that he doesn't have his parents in his life anymore wow that's sad yeah yeah it, that's it, really sad really good book though really good book highly recommended <laughs> no. uh, but did you have anything else on good omens Nah, really, I'm gonna need some promo footage or something before I decide if I'm gonna watch this or not. I yeah. just, I also don't really watch that many Amazon shows. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I like that there's another like independent type platform thing, but mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, Netflix has always treated me better. Yeah. It just, and Mm. it's weird because I feel like about a year ago when this was all really, really chugging along, like the independently done stuff, Mm. um, we really liked Amazon's. Yeah. And and then there was a shift. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think the stuff on Amazon was getting as much playback. Yeah. Like Amazon, I I really like Transparent. Uh, The Man in the High Castle was okay. I'm not quite through season one. Yeah. And Sneaky Pete looks pretty good. Okay. Sneaky Pete does look good. I I watched the pilot when it came out like a year ago and it looked, it was really compelling. So I'm glad they're moving that to series. And The Tick was really good too. We're not going to talk about how Good Girls Revolt got canceled, even though it had amazing numbers. So let's move on to the next story. No, we're not. Well, over in the chat room real quick, uh, Hyperion Angel, I guess. Yes, she's uh, decided she might take the lazy route and just watch Good Omens on on Amazon. Nice. Uh, Monica says, "I don't know about it either, Anne Marie. I just uh, I just know the name and that he's good." Exactly. Like that's all. It's like everybody's like, "Oh, Neil Gaiman." It's like tucked in hushed tones, and I'm like, "I got nothing, guy." And then uh, Angel in the chat room says, "Now I'm uh, thinking of the Star Kid parody of Batman. I'm not sure what you're referring to there, but definitely feel free to post it in the chat and we'll check it out mm-hmm. for sure." Okay, so <laughs> what's up next, Anne Marie? Uh, okay, next, Will and Grace is officially coming back. So speculations of a reboot slash new season of NBC's Will and Grace started back in September when the cast got together to do a political spot, I believe, for Hillary. Mm-hmm. Um, it has now been confirmed that the foursome will officially be back together for a 10-episode season, because we're all British now, <laughs> um, that'll air during the 2017-2018 season. Mm. So... What's so that do for you? Uh, well, nor- my thing is that normally these reboots happen when a show dies before its time or when right. the last season left something to be desired. Right. I think I think Will and Grace got a pretty fair shot. It was on, on almost 10 years. And I, I really? Wow. And, and I feel like they pretty much covered everything they could cover in that show. Yep. I, it definitely ha- had that kind of law of diminishing returns that sitcoms have, too, where the longer a show goes on, the more characters, uh, all the characters That's become. all they are. Just Jack. Yeah. But it, my, my one hope is that they'll pick up with the characters uh, and that they'll have grown a little since we saw them last time. I mean, what are you expecting Karen to grow on? I, that, that's the thing is I think it would be more interesting if they had significant changes to their character. No, it's going to be more interesting to you. Yeah. But to most people who mm-hmm. watch that, they want the Karen that they always had. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm just saying, I, I think the show isn't for you. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think I don't think that will be as successful as if they they have new these characters have new challenges to face, new problems to deal with, new, uh, you know, personality aspects that have arisen in 10 years because the person changes a lot in 10 years. Uh, most of the time. Uh, yeah. And, you know, speaking of Karen and Jack, I, I just hope that they're a little less over the top sort of characters than they were in the later seasons. Because, yeah. I mean, they started out being sort of, you know, the way they were and then it just kind of amplified and got they Homer Simpsonified then, you, you know, they became but just they became what breaks. everybody liked about them yeah. and that's all it was like mm. and that's part of why i'm like <laughs> but uh considering the inciting incident of the original series involved uh will and grace moving in together due to failed relationships i'd hope they do something similar like they've both been happy for 10 years and they're moving back in together for whatever reason mm-hmm. although I, I believe the political special from last year it seemed to be set in the old status it was, quo. It was their exact yeah it, exact. it was like it, it was like picking up Right after the end of the last episode yeah, or something. It, so basically. So so uh, we'll see how it goes. But what do you think about it? So when the political spot came on in September, everybody was speculating that the show was coming back right then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they were actually using the spot to see if people would watch a show. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. 
Um, and I'm just guessing that the 90s and the 2000s are alive and well on TV and Netflix these <laughs> days. Um, I mean, we know how I feel about reboots and new seasons and yeah. stuff. Like, I think it can be done well. I think it's overdone and I'm completely sick of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I got into a... Well, not really gone into a discussion, but I hopped on a thread on Facebook today. Somebody uh-huh. about Gilmore Girls, like, are they going to give us more? I they I should have just not watched the last forty five <laughs> seconds. I'm like, it literally ended the way she planned for it to end mm. fifteen years ago or whatever. She knew these were the last four words that were going to be spoke. Mm. Can't we just let it live? And you know, that's sort of the similar. I'm like, if it was on the air for like ten years. Yeah. What other story do you have to tell mm-hmm. unless you start throwing in a plot baby? And if you throw <laughs> in a plot baby, I don't need a plot baby. Yeah. Not in Will and Grace. Not in Will and Grace. That poor baby would be like an alcoholic. Uh, interesting to note, though, that uh, after this news came out, uh, I think it was yesterday, Steve uh-huh. Carell yes. tweeted out, breaking news, the office returning to NBC. Now, he, ba- he backed off. Of really, it. really quick. Yeah, really quick. Uh, who, what did he say? Toby hacked his account. Yeah, he said like Toby that. hacked his account. But... Uh, <sighs> yeah, it, it, it was. Uh, it didn't go over know. well. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I would like an office reboot, especially considering the last two seasons kind of sucked. They kind of sucked. Um, I actually have never been an Office fan. <laughs> I've watched more than I ever wanted to because it was just on. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think I heard something that the Office UK version is coming back in some well. Uh, they, they just they just did. Uh, David special. Ricky Gervais's yes. uh, David Brent character. They just did a movie. Amazon did a movie w- with okay. him about his music career. Okay. Uh, which, well, then I think that's probably what it was referencing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything fun over in the chat room? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Monica is watching Good Girls Revolt and it seems to be having the same reactions I did. <laughs> um, and that Karen won't grow for uh, Will and Grace. Uh, let's see. Angel says that's the one thing about historical things. My gauge on whether I'll keep watching depends on how well I handle the sexist stuff. <laughs> like I can't watch Mad Men. Okay, so that's going back to the Good Girls Revolt. Mm-hmm. Angel never got into the Office or Parks and Rec. Welcome to my life. So <laughs> that's fair. Well, you they're know, more on the side story than the main story. You know what I say? What I say? Put those reboots on the shelf. Forget about them. Uh, Go ahead and uh, grab some popcorn. Then find your seat. We're opening up the curtain on Cinematter. <laughs> Sorry, Cinematter. Cinematters. Okay, Anne-Marie. Uh, so uh, each Thursday, we, uh, we like to let you guys know. And about by a, each Thursday, we mean each episode. Yeah. Uh, we like to let you guys know about a few movies that are coming to a theater near you this weekend. Uh, a few standouts for this week include Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage, 20th Century Woman, Staying Vertical, and The Resurrection of Gavin Stone. Uh, here's a little m- more info on two selections we found interesting. Uh, so, Anne-Marie, you want to go first? Yeah, I okay. do. Stop throwing me off, man. So what, what's your, uh, what's your right. story? My choice is Split, the latest from M. Night Shyamalan. Um, okay, so it looks absolutely totally awesome. You mm-hmm. know, he always does these suspense and horror thriller type of movies. There's always like a thing happening and like mm-hmm. a monster and a twist. There's always a twist. A so in twist. this one, um, like I love a good suspense horror movie, but I do not like blood and gore. Blood and gore makes me queasy, and do not throw anything related to Saw at me. <laughs> um, and this tra- just this trailer actually had me on edge. I mean, it's mm-hmm. what two minutes? Yeah. Um. So the the basic premise is a man with twenty three personalities abducts three girls 
for something related to a monster, which mm-hmm. we can only assume is one of his personalities. Um, mm-hmm. It looks really good. I want to see it like a lot more than I actually thought I would. It almost seems like a, a modern horror version of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it sounds a little bit like it anyway. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't really know Jekyll and Hyde that well either. Yeah, it, basically, the sa- basically the same premise. Right. Uh, split personalities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But it looks pretty good, you think? Mm-hmm. I think it looks really good. That's one that, like, I don't always, I don't know. I'm not as big of a movie person as I, except for, like, some, like, big, huge, crazy ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one actually looks really fun. Fair, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. enough. Okay, uh, now this, uh, my pick mm-hmm. is, uh, it, it's a movie I was going to go see uh, back over the holidays, but it, it wasn't out around here yet. Mm-hmm. It's called The Founder. Uh, now, it stars Michael Keaton as the McDonald's founder, uh, Ray Kroc, uh, in a story about how McDonald's went from a cheap little hamburger stand to the cause of America's uh, obesity <laughs> epidemic. Yeah. Uh, so I, I adore Michael Keaton, and he really shines in the trailer here. Uh, Nick Offerman is also playing one of the McDonald brothers, and uh, that's a pretty strong draw for me, too, because he's a pretty funny dude. Uh, now, love them or hate them, McDonald's is a global juggernaut, so I can't wait to see the shady backroom dealings that sort wow. of built the empire. Because it, it seems like, you know, the McDonald's brother or the McDonald brothers just started up a hamburger stand. Yeah. And then this uh, sort of uh, nefarious businessman played by Michael <laughs> Keaton comes in and starts buying up the land that oh. they're, or gives them the franchise idea, then starts buying up the land that the franchises are on oh. and basically takes over the business. So, gotcha. Gotcha. So it, it looks pretty good, pretty funny. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Pretty, pretty, huh? With. Yeah, pretty, 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 pretty. Uh, let's see over in the chat room. Uh, uh, Angel left by Angel. Angel. And uh, Monica says, but M. Night never does the movie the trailer leads you to expect. I found it, it I find it's better to watch him sans previews. I, I can see that. I can see that. I just, see, I need the trailers to remember that the movies exist is my problem. <laughs> I have like this weird block where I can't remember any movies that are coming out unless they're like this major huge blockbuster that we've been talking about for months. Yeah. Speaking of a major huge bu- blockbuster we've been talking about to months. Ha! Yep, that's exactly it. What's the our next new, story? The new Power Rangers trailer trailer came out so this trailer gives us a deeper glimpse into the residents of angel grove and the creation of the power rangers from the giant head of zordon to swimming in colorful goo um all set (laughs) to the sounds of our favorite yeezy things Mm -hmm. can things just keep looking better for this movie if yeezy likes power rangers i like power you know if he signed on i guess we're in (laughs) okay there's the goo Sorry. Yes, uh, but first of all, this is our first glimpse at Brian Cranston as Zordon. I, I, I one. He's been really looking forward to the definitely. Zordon. Aspect. Well, if if we haven't mentioned it on the show before, the reason Brian Cranston decided to do this movie is he actually used to work on the old Power Rangers TV show. That's crazy. He did a ton of voices of the monsters and stuff, and they actually named the Blue Ranger Billy Billy right. Cranston after him. Right. So it's really cool to see him sort of come back to the property after all his huge success and the effect that they have for him uh, is really cool too instead of being this giant head in a jar like the face I of Bo writ large uh, it's more sort of like that Kryptonian tech from Man of Steel where it kind of like it's like little uh, burying balls that you know yeah. I-, I thought of it as like one of those like little pin squares that you put your hand through mm-hmm. that's what it looked like to me oh yeah yeah that's- definitely definitely works but i uh, for one uh this new trailer hints at uh, some even more adult humor than we'd seen in the previous trailers which i'm totally okay with yeah. and i i think i think it's going to set it apart from the original cheesiness of the original there's, series you can tell there's not cheese on this like they purposely they mm. they 
took the original series and they were like, okay, Mm. let's make this actually good. Yeah. Like they took the basic premise, but they made it actually Mm. good. They also, uh, they show off a bit of Alpha 5 moving around. I could not remember his name. You you get to hear uh, Bill Hader voicing him and he looks a lot better in motion than he did in the promo picks he looked very unnatural and like weird in He's the promo, a robot in alien robot even mm-hmm. uh in the promo picks but uh when once you see him in motion moving and everything it it feels a lot better it makes a lot more sense and also at the end of the thing they have uh the zords fighting a giant monster as you do Shocking. in power rangers giant monster but, but i'm pretty sure that that giant monster is none other than goldar from the original power <gasps> rangers series oh because he, he has he has a, a basically the same kind of crown in the trailer, and he has the big giant wing. So I think that's actually our first look at Goldar from the new Power nice. Rangers movie. Nice breaking news, which which I'm very excited about for sure. Uh, okay, Henry, what did you think about this? Yay! Um, I love that we are getting a bit more of the lore of the Power Rangers with an explanation of how they became Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, Zordon and all the other characters, because I couldn't remember the names, look more and more promising as time goes on. And I never, ever, ever in a million years thought I'd be this excited over a Power Rangers movie. Like, ever. Yeah, it, it looks legitimately good. Like, I, I, a lot of people are like, oh, dark, gritty, blah, blah, blah. I think it looks awesome. Like I, I think I think it, I think it's gonna make people forget about the original series. I think it looks that. Good. I would love for, <laughs> I would love for that. Yeah, but uh, definitely, I, it looks great. We're gonna see it. No problems here. Uh, We're in opening night, probably. Oh, that's dangerous. Okay, well, uh, you know, let's put away the popcorn and we're gonna try and take a gigabyte out of the future without microchipping our teeth. Uh, let's get technological. technological. Bleep lap lorp lorp. Bleep lap lorp lorp. Bleep lorp Bleep lap lorp. Is this like the longest one? Blop. Ever? <laughs> I was like, I'm just like sitting here making noises and things. But we're making the technological We're making noises. technological things. All right. So 2016's most common passwords. Every year they release this list, and every year we gawk at it. It's 2017. How are people still using things like 123456 and password as their passwords? Yeah, it's a, it's a little ridiculous, yeah. but I I, ha, I might have a little bit of insight here. All right, share with the insight. Okay, so they've been releasing these de- uh, lists for uh, decades now, and it's not surprising that it rarely changes. It's usually a lot of these same passwords right. that are on the list already. Right. So, you know, it makes sense. Humans are lazy, especially when it comes to cybersecurity. So, mm-hmm. of course, they're going to pick the most basic passwords over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I do think the number or results might have been skewed a little bit because a lot of the passwords on this list uh, tend to come as default passwords on various devices. So I think users who don't change their defaults might have skewed the list a little bit. Yeah, but you know what? That's still their password. Because if you get like, you know, a Wi-Fi router like we have back there and the default password's admin and you never change it, then anyone who knows what kind of router you have mm-hmm. is going to be able to log in. Actually, uh, usually the for a lot of routers, it's admin, admin for login and password. So even if they don't know what kind of router you have. They'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll figure it out. But I, I'm just glad that my password for everything, BillRocks23, isn't on the list. Oops. Oops. Okay, so first of all, how are these people able to have these passwords? That's actually my concern, because every time I have to make a password for every stupid website, 
Um, the requirements are so strict that it usually takes me three or more tries to actually get them all. You have to have a capital. You have to have a lowercase. You have to have a letter. You have to have a number. Mm-hmm. You have to have some sort of special character. You need three drops of the blood of a virgin. You need <laughs> your firstborn. A photo of you in a zebra costume. Right. You need your social security number scanned in and entered into this special little capture. <laughs> like, this is what I need to do just to, like, log on to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> <laughs> and these people are like, oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, enter. And I'm like, how? <laughs> what website is letting you do that? <laughs> well, you know, there are varying degrees of security requirements. Like some banks, they're like, it has to be six characters and it has to be a word from the dictionary. <laughs> you know, like, but and, yeah. then, and then like something weird like Pokemon Go, it's like it has to be uppercase, lowercase, no dictionary words. Yeah. Don't repeat anything that anyone's Don't ever use used your before. name, your birthday, your, yeah. uh, where you were born, <laughs> uh, the name of your first, second, third, 17th born. Like, I don't know what you want to do. Just want me to just bang my head on the keyboard and see what we get. Cause that's what I'm about to do. That's pretty secure. Yeah, just make sure it's will, over 20 characters. Just make sure you do it the exact same bang every time. Smack. Uh, over in the chat room, uh, Monica's uh, talking about the uh, Power Rangers a little bit. Uh, first of all, she says, rip the face of Bo. Yeah. And then says uh, she was a little old for the OG Power Rangers, but the movie looks awesome. Which is good. Also, we have a new guest over there. Had one. They just popped out again. I think. Oh, it was did they? They're in and Bush, they're out. I think Bush it was did September 11th. Bush did September 11th. Hi and bye. Uh, Hello and goodbye. But you can come back if you want to. That's fine. Totes. Perfectly honest opinion. Uh, okay, so uh, what's our what's our next story? Our next story involves me scrolling. Hold on. Differences between the Switch and Wii U versions of Zelda. Breath of the Wild. So when Breath of the Wild is released in early March, it will be available on both the new Nintendo Switch as well as the Wii U. Mm-hmm. However, there will be differences from visual and audio quality to button location and special master editions only be- being available for the Switch. Bill, I'll let you talk about this for 20 minutes. Oh, will you? Go ahead. Why, thank you, Anne-Marie. You're welcome. Okay, so uh, most of the differences here seem to be about audio video quality. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, you know, it's, it's... It's expected. It's between 720p and 990p for Is the video quality. Is that a big quality. deal? No, it's not a big okay. deal. Uh, so, for you. Yeah, so it's not going to make uh, much of a difference in my decision uh, to, to buy the Wii U version. However, uh, there will be differences... Uh, Visually, oh, sorry, I was reading your point. Don't read my okay, point. Sorry, uh, that uh, three gigabyte storage requirement uh-huh. uh, for the Wii U, though, freaks me out a little bit because this... We have no storage. The Wii U has almost no there's, natural there's storage, so I think I'm going to have to dedicate a hard drive to the Wii U just yeah. so I can play Breath of the Wild. I'm hoping I can reformat this terabyte when I have on my desk to work the with the Wii The fact that we need a terabyte for our Wii U is a little sick, by yeah, the way. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But, uh, you know, it, it, it looks pretty good. Uh, but I did want to talk about, uh, since we didn't get a chance to talk about it and we, it didn't make it into our, our stories here, Emery's going to go to sleep, so I'll go ahead and turn the camera off her. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the new Breath of the Wild trailer that came out in the Nintendo Switch conference last week, which, by the way, Looks amazing. It looks like a system based around getting people to interact with each other face to face, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, about the trailer, I'm pretty sure that the voice at the end of the trailer is the great Deku Tree, mm-hmm. uh, which, if oh. you know anything about Zelda lore, super exciting. Uh, it's also interesting that they're going to have voice acting for the first time. They're going to have a lot of the characters voiced. Uh, like, I know Zelda was voiced in the trailer. I, the Great Dooku Tree, maybe. Maybe the King of Hyrule. I wonder if they're going to have Link talk, though. It, it would be a breaking of a long tradition, because he's never talked, ever, in any of the games. Not even, like, uh, 
the captions they put at the bottom, they don't have Link talk. They have the character continues as if Link has said something, but you don't see what you Link said. You don't see says. what he said. Uh, you know, so it, it's still so hard to tell where within the timeline the story takes place, though. I feel like the Link in the game that awakens at the beginning of the game might be the hero of time from Ocarina of Time. And this time uh, might be set between that game and either the Wind Waker timeline or the Twilight Princess timeline. Mm-hmm. It'll be, be before that. Uh, but that's just a guess. Also, uh, they revealed the name of the main villain in the game, which was Calamity Ganon. And he seems pretty interesting. It's like this big gaseous cloud entity thing that's swirling Hyrule Castle in the trailers. Uh, but I, I think uh, it, there are definitely a lot of shades of Demise the from Skyward Sword, uh, which is fitting since uh, that entity, Demise, eventually possessed Ganondorf and turned him into the big bad of all of the Zelda games. So I, I think it'll be really, really interesting. I really hope they build off of Skyward Sword a lot, though. Cause one, I just beat it uh, for the second time. And two, I think that set a really good like opening point for the Zelda universe. And Emery, you want to get snarky? Oh, I'm going to be snarky. <laughs> Yawn. I am already sick of this game. We have been talking about it for years in this house. Mm-hmm. Years. And I'm not exaggerating. Um, well, we bought the Wii U soon after it came out because they said a new Zelda game will be out for no, it no, next no. year. I mean, that was your reasoning. That wasn't my reasoning. Um, and now with all of the gameplay footage, press conferences, all the shenanigans about Breath of the Wild, I really just want to bury my head in the stand and run far, far away. However, I still want a Nintendo Switch because there's other games that look fun. <laughs> there are. A lot of them. Like 1-2-3 Switch or 1-2 Switch or whatever. 1-2 Switch. Like, I want to know what that's about. Show me that. Show oh, me a new Sims game, please. Uh, Re-internet uh, security. Monica says, for passwords, I was at a security presentation by someone from the FBI. Well, that's fun. He recommended a core password with a piece of it being uh, website dependent. By that, I mean have an algorithm of some sort based on the name of the site, i.e. Mm-hmm. take the first letter of the site and go back five letters back, forward in the alphabet, second letter, seven up, down, stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, like if your password was test123 uh, and you were signing up for a Yahoo account, you would make the password test123 Yahoo. Or, you know, move the no, letters around. No, that's not what she's saying. No, I, th- that's what she's saying. Uh, you, you can also, she she's saying you could also do something like go forward five letters backwards five yeah letters. that's yeah I'm, I'm just talking about other kind of okay. riffs on that that idea there's also uh, what i've heard a lot of people do is they'll take a song lyric like a line of a song mm-hmm. and they'll take the first letter of every word in that one line mm-hmm. and tessellate it you know capital lowercase capital lowercase capital lowercase and then maybe the the year the album was released at the end of it is another cool way to build a secure password but changing wow. them is super important too and not using the same one for everything like i do uh, oh, over i have the, like four that i just like shuffle uh more on passwords i uh, went over in the chat room says i use a program called keypass oh, that generates yeah. random complicated passwords for me i have LastPass that does kind of the same thing but i haven't really got it working yet <laughs> uh you know so i uh, good good internet security right. advice here on universe box yeah there we go it's technological okay uh we're gonna get back to the main discussion in just a second but first we'd like to tell you a little bit about our patreon now, hi we have a patreon we do, we do. If, if you don't know what patreon is you can go over to patreon.com slash universe box to see ours it's a way you can support creators whose content you like and you want them to make more of it because making content costs time it costs time it costs money it costs money and creators might be more willing to put time and money into something when they make money if they make a little money off of it and wink it's, wink nod nod you know and it's real simple it's just like npr you know you go in you you make some sort of donation it can be anywhere from a dollar a month to 
four dollars a month to six dollars a month to twenty five dollars a month to twenty five if you donate twenty five dollars you, you get uh, to be on the show you get to be on the show with help us, us pick stories it'd be fun definitely uh but the most important support tier is the five dollar star patrons club that's five dollars a month five dollar star patrons club two benefits to that benefit number one you get your name read out, read out on every, every episode, every episode, every podcast we do for the entire month. Yep. Benefit number two, we'll pick your password for you. <laughs> Especially I'll pick your bank password for you. I was going to say for your bank account and your, your credit, credit cards. cards. We got we'll this. We'll pick your password for you. It'll mm -hmm. be it'll be great. Just and give me your PayPal. We the got people, you. The people who are getting completely secure passwords that we won't use for nefarious purposes this month are Becca Baca, Cliff Sullivan, Angel, Jason Ritter. Ritter, uh, Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Casa Commotion, Sage of Earth, aka Patty, Jacob Newman, Robert Cattler, Hope Molinax, and Jessica Gonzalez. You guys are awesome, and we can't wait. And to we can't wait to swindle you. Yeah, we can't wait to steal your identity. So it's going to be Thanks. awesome. If you want your identity stolen, go to Patreon.com/slash/UniversePox and, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Okay, so I think that 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 That's, that went well. That went that well. I think we're gonna go get a lot of support from that. I'm sure <laughs> they want to sure. give us their money. Yeah, Lots definitely. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, you know, enough about identity theft. Uh, why don't you go ahead and throw on your headphones and warm ah! up your pipes? La 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 la. la. We're going to make sure your modern music knowledge is. In What's the first story, Amory? Alanis Morissette's manager stole five million dollars from her. <laughs> Very nice. So relevant. So some crooks just never learn. After being previously sued by Morissette for like fifteen million dollars, her former business manager, J Jonathan Todd Schwartz, has admitted to stealing almost five million from her, as well as two almost two million from other unidentified celebrities. <laughs> <clears throat> but don't worry, he was in Dave Coulier. He was investing in a legal pot growing business venture. That was uh, that was his defense. Is he was investing in an illegal pot growing venture versus a legal one? Well, yeah, because <laughs> now it's legalized in many many states. Yeah, I, I just Not say enough, you know, man, what a jagged little pill for, to to swallow for Alanis. <laughs> uh, but it, it must be hard though to have the person you've trusted with your money run run off with it like this. Right. Like, this happens to a lot of musicians. Like it happened to Willie Nelson a number of years ago, and. On and on and on. Um, I'm trying to think of who else has had like a bit. Didn't it happen to Wesley Snipes? I think it happened to Wesley Snipes. I can't even too. tell you the last time I thought of Wesley Snipes. Yeah, but a lot of times when you see celebrities going to jail for tax evasion, it's not necessarily they them. were super smart tax evaders. It's that, you know, their accountant was taking their tax payments and going to Vegas and stuff like right. that. So, but I, I think it's funny that it's going to be, that he used it for a pot business. As I've always imagined, a clerk at a pot dispensary would probably look an awful lot like Alanis Morissette. Like that's when I picture when you if you say female clerk at a pot dispensary, yeah, I picture there. Alanis yeah, no, Morissette. You picture nineties Alanis. Yeah, I not actually, modern Alanis. I actually picture her right directly there. in this picture. Right there. Yeah. Got to have the beanie and the gloves. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Exactly. So, what are your thoughts on this, Anne Marie? Oh, to be so rich that you do not notice that someone has stolen five million dollars from you. <laughs> oh, to be that rich. But really, to how dumb is the guy to use the defense? Like he was using in defense that. He invested in an illegal pot growing venture. Like he <laughs> yeah. specifically like mentioned that it was an illegal one. Like I almost feel it would have felt better if it was um, mm. investing in a legitimate one. Yeah. Because then there's, you know, positive return. Yeah. Because I mean, these days with all the states who have legalized it, you have to go out of your way to set up an illegal pot operation right? for sure. 
for sure. Okay, uh, speaking of Paul, what's our next story? Wow. Well, yeah. Um, college course to make studies Kanye West. So Washington University in St. Louis is offering Politics of Kanye West, Black Genius, and Sonic Aesthetics. <laughs> the class is full with 75 registered students and a whole line waiting outside for somebody to drop out so they can add it. Um, this is the third college to add a course about Yeezy to their catalog. I just have to say over in the chat room, Wynn has said uh, in reference to Alanis Morissette's manager, he should have just said that he was high at the time. A more believable defense. You know, it really would have been. He like, Definitely. oops, I put the zero in the wrong spot. Oops. No, but I like this Kanye story, though, because yeah. Yeezy is perfect for an in-depth modern history course because he, he, just over the course of the past decade or so, mm -hmm. he's touched so many important pop culture moments. He's been involved or been involved with the people who were involved i'm gonna let you finish are you oh my god it just makes good sense no i, I know Yeezy what, reference. i know exactly what you were you were referencing yeah. mm -hmm. they talk about it in the article too they say they're going to spend a lot of time on the taylor swift moment we which, have to i i wonder if they're gonna uh spend a lot of time on the george bush uh what is it george bush hates black people <laughs> during a hurricane yes yeah yeah <laughs> but or uh, how about the fact that he had you know, had a meeting with Trump to say nothing. Yeah, I always love that clip just He's because I believe he was on screen with Mike Myers and Mike Myers was just like, I'm uh, Canadian. We were just trying to raise money, dude. <laughs> Um, George Bush hates black people. I wasn't expecting this, uh, <laughs> but I, I actually have a fan theory about this class. My fan theory is that Professor uh, Jeff McCune is doing a rough draft of his 2021 cl class on how Kanye West became president or didn't in the most entertaining way possible. Okay, did you read my point before you did yours? No, I didn't. Okay, here's mine. Wow, I actually think this course would be a little make a little more sense if we took the politics of out of it, mm -hmm. unless they are talking about why he should be the 46th president. He should be. I would really like to see what my parents say, though, mm -hmm. like when I'm going to school and say, hi, I'm studying Kanye West this semester what let's if, talk about that at thanksgiving what if tomorrow during the inauguration donald trump goes up there to swear in and kanye jumps up and he's look trump i'm gonna let you finish <laughs> <laughs> but uh i'd make the best but, le but let me put my hand on this bible <laughs> i'm the president no takes these backsies <laughs> It'll be good. I still, okay, sort of going with that. I was on the camp of wanting Obama to resign like yesterday so that Joe Biden got to be president for a day. That like, I totally fun. was all on board with that. I was like, that, that's the inauguration I want to see. I want to see that event happen. Sorry. Okay, so anything. You can't get away from it right now. Anything like, else no, on Kanye? No, Henry. no. Kanye 2020. Actually, Michelle 2020. Yeah. Kanye 20. <gasps> Michelle with Kanye. Kanye with Michelle's no, the no, running no, no, mate. No, 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 no. Michelle with Kanye is the running mate. Actually, I'm against voting for anybody who's related to any I know president. You, I know you are, but Michelle's awesome, so goodbye. Politics, politics, politics. What's in the box? You're about to find out. <laughs> We've each selected a special story. It continues. Let's pop open <laughs> the, the universe box. box. I'm Okay, so what's your universe box this week? Gladiators wanted. So while Sandra Land, aka Scandal, Grey's Anatomy, and How to Get Away with Murder should be premiering right now, they've been bumped a week due to the inauguration. So to make crazy people like me a little happier, ABC released city six mini webisodes um, following the gladiators looking for an intern for OPA. One could say it's a special sneak peek of Blu-ray special features. Yeah, probably, but they just got a lot of pushback because they already had to push the season to January. Mm -hmm. It didn't come back and because um, 
Kerry Washington was preggers. Yeah. Um, but the, and here's your review because I watched all six of them. It took about twelve minutes. Um, <laughs> things start simple enough until they take a very scandalous turn. Scandalish. Scandalous. Scandalish. No. Scandalous. <laughs> I'm in college very nice, very nice. So definitely uh, make sure to check those out. Absolutely. I, my, didn't, I didn't think they were releasing like all of them. I thought this was going to be like over the week. Mm-hmm. And I went to find them and I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> all of them. Oh, and they are directed by uh, Red. Can't remember her name right now. Uh, Megan from Once Upon a Time. No. No. <laughs> no. There's a character whose nickname is Red on the show. Anyway, okay. Uh, well, my universe box for this week also has, happens to have to do with television. So it's kind of like an extended televisionary segment. That's true. Harley Quinn is coming to Gotham. According to, to uh, Gotham's executive producer and friend of universe box john stevens uh, harley quinn is set to appear in the season three finale of gotham on fox mm-hmm. uh, he claims that her appearance will be the launching point for gotham's fourth season mm-hmm. uh, so this is pretty interesting I'm, i i think people are pretty excited about this overall it's, it's super cool. My theory is that uh, with Jerome, the proto Joker, uh, featuring this season, actually the next few weeks for sure, mm-hmm. they're doing a big arc with him. I think he's going to end up in Arkham at the end of the season and meet Dr. Harleen Quinzel, leading to a live action adaptation of the original Harley origin story, Mad Love, to mm-hmm. set up a Joker filled season four. Like it's going to be. It's going to be uh, the Ed and Kristen Kringle running around Gotham causing havoc. Except that it's going we to be wanted. Because it, it would feel kind of like Harley and the Joker. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's probably just going to be Harley and the Joker. Yeah. Now, some people might complain about the timelines and age differences compared to the standard Batman comics and canon. But I Get think those people it. are silly. I'm I, excited. Okay. So I'm pretty sure about six months or so ago, we reported that they basically said, no, Harley will not. That was when Suicide Squad came out. They basically flat out said, no, Harley will not be on Gotham. Well, that was the directive at the time. That was. And this is, well, this is what I'm also saying. Yeah. I think, uh, well, first of all, they've seen how she was received. Mm -hmm. But from season one of Gotham, everybody was thinking that this chick was going to be a version of Harley. Stabby Babs. Stabby Babs. Um, the psycho blonde apparently is like all you needed. Um, but I think they see that the the female villains like do mm. really, really good on Gotham. Yeah. And I think that's part of – and once they had um, Cameron Monaghan, mm-hmm. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, come on, as Jerome. It was like, okay, we have <laughs> to go there. We have to go there. Yeah, over in the chat room, Wynn says, I hope they go in a different direction than the Dr. Quinn uh, Zell tradition. I want to be surprised. Oh, but I would love to see it. My thing is, is I don't feel like, uh, as much as I love Suicide Squad, Uh I don't feel they got how screwed up their relationship is. Like, it's an interesting story because it's so screwed up. Right. That's what makes it interesting. I mean... It, but the thing is, they it's, Harley became so popular that they feel like she has to be a hero to appeal to little girls, I, and that's not the character, uh, and that's not what makes the character interesting. Like, right. if you, if you make her a good guy, then she's just like a wacky, lol, oh my god, so random, uh, ah! uh, you know, uh, person <laughs> instead yeah. of, instead of this weird, twisted, codependent. Right. Well, that's just like with the um, DC hero girls. Or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. like Poison Ivy and Harley don't belong there. They just belong there. Be- they put them there because they're recognizable. Yeah, that's the only reason the two of them are there. But they are not superheroes. They girls. are not super. And uh, my our daughter is like 
but they're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like she knows reality. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, this is wrong. This is not right. Okay, Anne-Marie, so tomorrow's Friday, which means, of course, it's a holiday. What holidays do we have coming up tomorrow? Friday, the 20th of January. Butter Crunch Day. I have no idea mm-hmm. what that is. Disc Jockey Day. Hey, over here at Universe Box. Day of Acceptance. Yeah. Penguin Awareness Day. Also, do we really need to be aware of penguins? I mean, I'm okay with it. <laughs> But go ahead, penguin. No, no, no. no go ahead. Okay, uh, camcorder day, which is just always fun because who calls them camcorders mm-hmm. anymore? And cheese lovers day, like give me all of the cheeses. It, I might have to make some brie. So uh, what you need to do tomorrow is you need to accept some butter crunch cheese from your favorite disc jockey. Mm-hmm. Then as you're walking away eating it, you see a penguin and you film him with your camcorder. Do they even make camcorders anymore? Mm-hmm. No, but for real, your homework uh, for Blatherskypes next week. Uh, why don't you tell us about uh, your favorite type of cheese? Why you love that type of cheese? Yes, why, tell me about all the cheeses. Why Pepper Jack or Monterey or Brie or Gouda. whatever is your, is your Goat favorite. cheese. Why is Gouda Gouda? Uh, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, yes. And we'll give you the contact information in just a couple minutes here. Um, over in the chat room, uh-huh. Monica says, as far as age goes, Jerome is maybe 10 years older than Bruce, question mark. Um, I work with many people 10 to 20 years older than me, and I'm pushing 40. I actually think Jerome is only like five years older than him at most. Yeah. I like, believe, I'm pretty sure they established he was like 19 well, in season one. Well, no, I think he was, he was in season one, he was still a juvenile. Oh, okay. So then he was 17. Yeah. Because so, he was like right there. So there's just a few few and, years difference. Right. And they confirmed that um, Catgirl was 16 this mm-hmm. past week. Yeah. Which basically puts Bruce at 16. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, they're within two years. I think it completely makes sense. What is yeah. um, canon wise? How much older is or what is the well joker and the thing Harley. is with the joker is that there's no clear beat on his age because he has alternate origins and this right. that, and the other but generally they, accepted generally as... around the same age which you know when you're a teenager three years is pretty big when you're in your 30s not so much right so. okay so i could see it like she could be like seven years older than him and be a doctor yeah yeah okay so this is me just trying to like wrap my head around things. Yeah, we're talking it out. We're, we're talking, talking it out. out. Okay. And you know what? I'm excited that we're talking it Why? out. And you know what? I, I'm also excited about a lot of stuff this week. As yeah. are we both. Both. We're offering up our recommendations in Suggestibles. <laughs> okay. So Anne-Marie, what's your Suggestible this week? Okay, uh, my suggestible is What's Next? Featuring Lin-Manuel Miranda. So if you are a fan of The West Wing or of Lin-Manuel Miranda, you will love this minute-long song. It is a it is uh, the West Wing, Hamilton style, for the West Wing Weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, I am obsessed with this show. Uh, he has no idea what's going on. He's just like, why is my dude singing all the things? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh, it's so perfect. Well, I've, seen, I've seen the first couple seasons of the West Wing. I actually turned you on to the show. No, Thank you actually you. didn't. Thank you very much. No, because remember we were watching it and then I, I wasn't able to watch it and you kept going. Oh, you like every show because yeah. you just yeah. <laughs> do real jobs. But no, it was, it was a really good sort of a freestyle rap. rap it was it was stuff, really yeah. I don't know how freestyle he was. Yeah, it was. I mean, that was pretty edited. Yeah. And it was very dense, like a lot of the songs from Hamilton, too. So, right. Um, well, you know, they are about halfway through season two on the podcast because mm-hmm. they do episode by episode. You may be familiar with the format. Um <laughs> 
So, and it actually seems like this what's next only goes through about there. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're going to get some more little, little like songs. Like sequels to some, it. Some sequels. I mean, it'll still be like, maybe there'll be a like, let Bartlett be Bartlett for those of you familiar. It's just amazing that Lin-Manuel Miranda has time to fit this, uh, fit in an original song for a podcast with everything else he's doing. They do. Like all of the Disney movies. He just don't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Why does he write like he's running out of time every day and night like he's running out of time? Okay. Uh, my suggestible for this week is a, a YouTuber that I, I actually discovered when we were we're doing the old universe box show for the episode everything old is new again i found a really cool cover of the bare naked lady song everything old is new again mm-hmm. uh, the dude's name is maximum power this is him he's wearing his gym shorts <laughs> in the shot here uh but uh you know he's uh he's a canadian youtuber who set to set out to record a new cover song every day for a year he ended up doing two a day for a year uh playing everything from gnarles barkley uh Barkley's uh, Crazy to Bare Naked Ladies to Three Doors Down. He's developed a wide array of content. You can literally yeah. go on there and just hit random and listen to and awesome. all sorts of music all day. They're absolutely amazing. Uh, in fact, he had, like I said, he has over 700 videos. He, he's a very talented young man for sure. And he's, uh, he, he's recently branched out into doing not just guitar covers, but uh, piano covers too. But I, I wanted to give you just a little taste of his music here. So here's a little taste of his cover of Prozac's Sucks to Be You. <laughs> Sucks to be you. I know, I know. Sucks to be you. I know it's true. Sucks to be you. I know, I know. Sucks to be you. Bastard, if it's true, what she did to me is what I did to you. I'm a bastard, if it's true, and I guess it's true. Sucks to be you. I know, I know. Sucks to be you. Yeah, but a very, very good, and that's actually a pretty difficult song because I believe that's two different vocal. Uh, vocalist parts oh, really? he's doing and they're so tight together and stuff but so he's really super talented and uh really uh, he actually got viral on the internet like uh, after he'd stopped a couple months ago after yeah. he'd stopped after i'd been listening to him every day for a year a while yeah uh so so a maximum power over on youtube we'll have the link at the show mm-hmm. notes at universebox.com okay so i, th- I think it's about time to about uh, that time about time to wrap things up here uh but first we can't wait to hear your blathering let's hear what our listeners have to say in blather skype uh now uh only one blather skype this week but uh, <laughs> as we said you know Write in and tell us or call tell in. Tell us all about the cheeses. About your favorite cheese. And you can post it in the chat room right now if you mm-hmm. want to, too. Or uh, let's see. We usually give a second piece of homework. How about um, your f- favorite cover song? Okay. Yeah. Why don't we do favorite cover songs since we were just talking about Maximum Power. Uh, you can email us, contact at universebox.com. Tweet us at universe underscore box. Mm-hmm. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash universe box show. And the voicemail so number things. is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And we do have a voicemail this week from Monica. It's who- a, this, is a, this is a classic. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it took us a couple weeks to get to it, but Sorry. it's her spoiler-free review of Rogue One. Take it away. 
Um, this is Monica uh, calling in with a spoiler-free review for Rogue One. Like I said. I'm sure Hope probably already did one, but just in case she got no, too busy. No, we don't busy, hear from her much. There you go. Uh, I'll start off by saying I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I saw the movies. I liked them. But I'm by no means knowing all the, the background stuff. That being said, oh, my goodness, this is a fantastic movie. Um, unfortunately, I can't say much without spoiling a lot. Um, there's some new characters that are... I hear they build a Death Star in it. <gasps> ...are a just phenomenal. And that repurposed Imperial droid, uh, K2SO, oh my goodness, he's so funny. Didn't even pick up on it while I was watching it, but he's voiced by Alan uh, Tudyk. I can't remember how to pronounce his name, but uh, Wash from Fire. Alan Tudyk. Uh, he, he's also on the new uh, DC comic sitcom Powerless mm. from uh, St- Firefly and stuff. Firefly or Adam from Dollhouse, if you watch that. Um, that being said, on the downside, about, I guess, maybe half, three quarters way through the movie, uh, with all the people running around, I suddenly realized, where are the women? And I, I went back and counted it up, and I think there's maybe six females in the entire movie. So that being said, I doubt it passes the Bechdel test. Yeah. But would love to, to watch it again and maybe um, be, be corrected on some of that. Um, I saw it in 3D. I didn't think that was a real value add to it. It was impressive at first, but after the first little bit, you just don't notice it anymore, or at least I didn't. I saw the Harry Potter movie in 3D, and that mm-hmm. came back to, um, excuse me, towards the end. It, um, well, actually, throughout it, there was different sp- spots where it became apparent, mm-hmm. um, and it was really um, made the movie a different experience. But uh, I didn't feel that with, with Rogue One. So um, that's it. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. Bye. Uh, thank you very thank much, you Monica. Monica. Sorry if the first half of your voicemail had double audio. I, I just realized that we were playing. You're playing it back to them. Yeah, we had the desktop audio on too for some reason. Nice. Weird. Weird. Uh, weird. Uh, no, but thank you very much, Monica, for that great review of Rogue One. If you want to write in with a review of Rogue One or any movie, your favorite cheese, favorite cover song, contact at universebox.com is the email. Twitter's at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash universe box show. And the voicemail number is 424 274. 2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And as usual, we have a few takeaways here at the end of the episode. One, you ought to know how much cash you have. You, you, you ought to know. Mr. J is about to be very, very happy. Lin-Manuel Miranda needs to perform a custom rap for the Universe Box podcast. Yes. And Zordon is the one who rocks. So, Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at AMDSimone or check out my blog, CrunchyCrafty.com. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at UniverseBox.com. And again, you can enter to win some Gotham toys. So many Gotham toys. Uh, Just uh, follow us at twitch.tv slash UniverseBox or leave a review on one of our podcasts on iTunes. Yes, please. Uh, So I think that about does it for this week. Again, we'd like to thank our chat who's joined us here at 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. Angel and Monica and Wynn and Bush did and then September Bush, 11th. Bush did September 11th who popped in and popped right back out. Who just left. Uh, but you they know what? He left us. He left the, us I, in that movie. I have a feeling. I have a feeling <sighs> about that guy who left. I I, I, I feel like he, he understands what we're about to say here. Until next time. Remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside.